Welcome to the DLP Clubhouse, your compass to the wonderful world of DLP. I'm Leisha. And I'm Andrea, and welcome to another episode here on the DLP Clubhouse. Today, we will be talking about how to navigate Disneyland Paris in a large group of friends. Believe it or not, there are a few things that you can do to make the most out of it. Let's go. Okay, Leisha. Uh, me and you have come to Disney with our Disney fam once or twice. And like you, sometimes you find people along the way when you go on a Disney trip. <laughs> True. Um, yeah, so I think during summer, one day we had like nine people in our group by the end of the day. So definitely there is some organization to be done. Not much, but things to think about before coming. So we're going to do this and like break it down in little categories. So the first one is uh, communicate beforehand, early planning. So the first thing you need to do is to communicate with your group or the people that you want to do before coming. Do you think there's any tips when it comes to communicating with other people on making plans when you're going to Disney? Yeah, so I think first of all, you think about who are the people coming with you so if there are friends from home yeah i mean a whatsapp group or like even a group chat on instagram which is pretty Mm -hmm. new on instagram now um but if you have an international uh crowd of people coming i mean i would just make a group chat and i think it's also good to just like ask each other like what do you guys really want to do or not do Mm -hmm set some boundaries and also um, plan on some stuff that are non-negotiables and then have the mindset of like, if it go, if it happens, it's great. But if it doesn't, it's also fun because we're there as a group. Exactly. I think the first thing I would say, if you are booking together, if you're like coming together as a group, as in you're staying in a hotel together and everything, make sure that you have all of that settled and agreed and that you are also taking taking advantage of offers like for example i know there are some offers for groups above a certain amount for disney so if you are coming in a group like that make sure that you're communicating beforehand how you're going to be booking where you're going to be staying uh like leisure said have a whatsapp group but i would say also make sure that everyone has everyone's number written down somewhere so that you I mean especially if you have a large enough group it would be great so that you have a way to communicate with everyone at some point um and also just make sure that everyone can tell be is honest about what they want like Lisa said make sure that everyone says these are things I don't want to do like it's okay if none if people in your group want to do different things Just make sure that everyone's honest what their expectations are. And also be mindful that because you are a large group, you might not want, you not, you might not be able to do what you individually want to do the entire time, if that makes sense. Like for example, when me and you, uh, Leisure was with a group of nine people, there were certain things that we couldn't really always do together because not everyone has the same tastes, but also a group is normally a bit slower than mm-hmm. if we went alone or with just two people yeah. like we'd like to talk we like to hang around a little bit so just well, manage your expectations on that front as well and something that will go into the next category which is um 
basically get everyone on the same page. Mm -hmm. So this is part of a communication, but everyone needs to know what will happen and be on the same page. So what do you think everyone should know in the group? So first one, I would say, make sure that you have a meeting place. So like before mm -hmm. coming into Disney, make sure that you say, okay, if anyone gets lost or if we break up too much and we can't communicate to each other by phone, which mm -hmm. I mean, it's okay. really rare that does that happens, but sometimes, you know, the Disneyland Paris internet is a bit shit. <laughs> so mm -hmm. just say, okay, so if we get lost, just let us meet on Casey's corner or let's meet in this particular part. And also make sure that everyone's on the same page. If you are going to break up, like for mm -hmm. example, if, like for example, we went, we were, we broke up in, into little smaller groups the last time you were here. Like just say, okay, well, so and so is going to go to Star Tours with this group. Um, this person's going to go with the, with that group to Big Thunder Mountain. But just communicate so you know where you're going to be afterwards, so that you can organize your day and be more efficient. Because I feel like if you're just going to go left, right, and center. Yeah people might miss to do stuff. Like for example, if I really wanted to do Big Thunder Mountain, but I was too busy with someone else doing Star Tours, like there's a way to kind of just organize the day a little bit better and mm -hmm. also make sure that you leave enough time to do everything because like yeah. I said, things go a bit slower in groups. And I think it also depends on the... Um, who is in the group so just to give you an example uh some of my colleagues asked me to go to disney uh next week and i said immediately i said i would love to go together i can uh help you with a discount as a friend ticket from the ap mm. however i said please know that when i go to disney i come home i see a lot of friends and i can't go with you guys two full days and do a first time Disney experience because that's not what I like anymore. So that's about the expectations and about um, also helping them, I guess, as being experienced. Like what I do for them is like make a plan. I help them like mm -hmm. um, this is really good to start. Um, these attractions are very uh, or these rides are very um, uh, popular. Um, and we're going to talk about it in a minute. But the app, for example, like help people out um but if you're there like you and i and with our friends who come mm -hmm. there very regularly it's a different story and i think we have come to an understanding also like whatever we're doing it's fine we're just doing it together or even if i'm doing a photo shoot last time you took my husband <laughs> <laughs> yeah and, and that was just great like just just y'all doing stuff alone so it's uh it's about expectations and like you said um for example a meeting place what i love to do is like say hey guys uh let's split up and see you at lunch there yeah set a, a meeting place or a time yeah just just as long as you communicate beforehand mm. and get everyone on the same page that's that's the most important thing like say okay we're, especially if you have reservations if you have reservations like for example you're going to eat i don't know at captain jack's make sure that everyone knows the times of those reservations so that if even if you do split up like Misha says you just meet up at your lunch or at your dinner whatever it is uh, that way 
you won't have any issues of someone being missing or late or exactly exactly so um yeah i mean um and just respect each other i guess Mm -hmm. that's just general rule and it is only magical if you can relax be yourself and enjoy yeah yeah relaxing is the one thing about being in a group because like i said expectations you're not going to be doing everything that you want to do you have to and like Leisha said when you're a part of a group of experienced dlp goers we were just happy to go on anything at this point because <laughs> we go we come so often that it's just come to that point where we're just like uh i guess that has a low weight let's just go on this <laughs> i mean there are so many weekends down there and not even doing a ride. And just, I just actually, what I love the most is going out for lunch or dinner with you guys or having mm-hmm. a milkshake and just sitting, chilling, talking, watching people. Yeah. I love that. Me too. Yeah. So the one important thing though, I will say, which is the next category, which is download the app. It's mm-hmm. super important that people, everyone in your party downloads the app. Um, uh, ready to use when coming to the park what tips do you give to people when it comes to the app um so the app first of all so i have an iphone so it is um, a very easy app to find disneyland paris <laughs> yeah it's available on ios and android so yeah so it's a very very user-friendly app um I do refresh it, of course, because, um, I mean, of course it updates itself, but it's always good to like refresh the page of the times of the rides. So you mm-hmm. can, your, um, and then you, I mean, just refreshes. Do know that of course they do their best of being on time, but there are, there have been many, many times that I saw like five or 10 minutes and I went there and was 20 because of course I had to take a walk from one side to the park to the other, because of course other people are seeing it as well. So yeah. So they all go at the same time. Yeah. Everyone is using the app. Um, also on the app, you can make reservations for the restaurants, which is great because um, I mean, we talked about restaurants a lot before in other episodes, but it's not always that easy to make reservation because no. you can buy all these ways, but the app is amazing. Yeah. Um, so the app is really good. Um, besides the classic Disneyland Paris app, I would also advise uh, downloading the Line Bertie app, which we, I think we talked about that also before in another episode, mm-hmm. just to make sure you have a date with your character. Even if you can't hug them, you can still meet them. Um, but the app is super, super user-friendly. You can also use it like in a list form or in a map form. So for people who haven't been to Disney yet, I would say open the app, turn your phone that you can see the map because I'm, am I, am I all right, Andrea, that now with COVID, there aren't any paper brochures, I think. Paper brochure. Oh, the maps. I don't see any paper maps. So uh, it's kind of imperative that you have the the app to look at the map. Yeah, exactly. So I'm not sure what you would else suggest with the app. Well, like you said, Limberty is really important, especially for Walt Disney Studios, which is where most of the um, the reservations are formed for that app. Um, another thing is the new standby pass uh, line, which is available now on the Disneyland Paris uh, app. Uh, basically 
it's important that if you are an annual pass holder, for example, or you have a ticket that you link your account to your app account, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. So if you use the same, if you have a Disneyland Paris account with your annual pass linked on it, then use that to log in to your Disneyland Paris experience app. This way, when you book a ride on the standby pass, it's already linked to your tickets. So it's all pretty, pretty neat and decent. I really like this feature, to be honest. So cool. Um, And basically with this app, uh, you can book a ride. I think nowadays there's certain rides that this is the only way that you can go on the ride. So you basically book at certain times or have the times written on on it when the openings of when you can reserve something. Uh, And then you, for example, Big Thunder Mountain, you've reserved Big Thunder Mountain. It'll tell you what time to come back to Big Thunder Mountain to ride it. So you don't have to wait in a queue. It's a virtual queue. So that's Mm -hmm. always something that's pretty decent. Um, But as long as everyone has the app and what's cool about the app as well is that you can put stuff into favorites. Mm -hmm. So if you guys are going in a large group and you want to, for example, put, have certain rides that you want to do together, why don't you all favorite them? That way you have them directly on the homepage Mm -hmm. and you can just refer to them if you were thinking of doing rides or doing certain experiences that you might have forgotten or didn't realize that someone else was doing them. Exactly. Good idea. Yeah. I mean, thank God for technology, right? I know. <laughs> I, I'm just always thinking about all these trips I took when I was a teenager and we you didn't have an iPhone. And I had a school trip once and uh, we just had to meet up in the beginning uh, of Main Street. Mm-hmm. Of course, we had like a crappy, I don't know, Nokia or something, like a shitty text. And to text in uh, another country would be super expensive. So, I mean, bless us for living in these times and being all, I mean, being able to do all this cool stuff, yeah, right? exactly. <laughs> um, let's talk about food and downtime, which is my favorite time. <laughs> <laughs> With the current issues of COVID, make sure you book your, uh, you, you book for uh, bookable restaurants or at least know where you guys want to go because not all the food offerings at Disney might have the space for a big party like Victoria's, for example. So what should groups look about when finding somewhere to eat? Okay, so like Lucia said, Victoria's, if you have a group of 20 people, (laughs) it's not going to work for you, unfortunately. I mean, Victoria's has bigger tables and can put tables together, but it's already quite, especially during the winter months, because they don't use the outside space. Mm-hmm. The inside is really small and doesn't really have a large capacity of people. So what mm-hmm. I would do is, number one, make sure that everyone kind of looks at the menus, because of course, if you have people like who are vegetarian, who are vegan, who are kosher, like for example, if you're someone who's kosher or someone who's, for example, Muslim, Maybe the chalet de marionette is not the best because all they serve is pretty much pork. So I would definitely suggest that everyone looks at the menu. If you have any dietary requirements that you kind of look at those too. And if, for example, 
some people want to go somewhere else and some people want to go in the other place. That's fine too. But I would say like, just make sure that you're all on the same page uh, and that you, that you know that you have to cater to certain people's dietary requirements or needs or wants. Mm -hmm. And also uh, if there are, if, if you are quite a large party, again, it's really rare to see huge parties, but they do happen. Like if you're a group of 20 people or 15 people, uh, just research a little bit into the restaurants that you want to go into and see if they actually do have space for you. And, and you can also do that all on the app. I mean, not only the space, but you yeah. can menus. So yeah, Yay. exactly. And if it's a, it's, if it's a reservation, make sure that you phone up, um, the, the restaurant or, uh, I mean, I guess City Hall or go to City Hall and just say that you are a larger group and that way that they can accommodate you as well because it wouldn't be very cool if you just rock up as a 20 group people because I don't know if you can, on the app, you can even book 20 people for a space on oh, the restaurant. You can only book uh, five or six or something because I, when we went to La Grange with mm-hmm. 10 people, I could book for eight and then I just said, listen there to me, put more, two people more coming. So... I would then suggest that two of you guys would make reservation around the same time and then maybe get before like half an hour before and ask them to put tables together. That's what I yeah. would do. Yeah. Just, just be planners yeah. and just go to the restaurant or phone up the restaurant or whatever it is just mm-hmm. so that they can accommodate you in due time. Like don't just rock up in a party of 20 people and just expect yeah that they'll do because it's because they might not even have the space because they might have just booked it as separate like seats and parts so um one other thing though i don't know about you leisure but i would also say that when it comes to restaurants uh don't dismiss disney village when it comes to larger parties because I was going to say if Disneyland Paris parks aren't, I wouldn't, I wouldn't say that would be bad for large parties, but I would say that maybe looking at places like the piano or places like that, that cater to a lot of different tastes. Like we had this last time when how many, how many of us was there? There was like Uh, Peter, me, um, that play or wh- which day do you mean when we when we were having dinner at the pianos with everyone oh, we were like eight or something and the gabby got salad i had pasta someone had pizza so like places like the piano is really amazing because not only do they have the capacity like they have space but yeah. you can cater to everyone's taste and they have vegan vegetarian options they have dairy free yeah. options so i mean don't discount Disney Village for sure. Like it's, it would be your best friend if you have people with special dietary requirements. Yeah. Yeah. Also, side note, uh, one of our Disney friends, Mara, Mara in Wonderland, she's actually vegan. So she knows the places where to go. If you're vegan or you have dietary problems, she can definitely help you with some tips um, where to eat. Mm-hmm. But exactly, like places like Vapiano or um, even... I would say Planet Hollywood, which has a lot of options as well. I think, I'm not going to say 20 people, but again, Andrea, I mean, if I'm just going to be really honest, Mm -hmm. would I want to come with 20 people? Like we, of course we were eight people, but that was, that was okay for me. Yeah, that was okay. 
day together. We just did a lot of stuff. And I mean, together. I wouldn't personally, but I know there's people who would. So <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, yeah, I don't even. Uh, it, I, it just I, sounds like chaos to me. So that's just my opinion. Awesome energy wise. But again, if you guys want to do it, like be welcome to, to do it, of course. Um, yeah, sure. So, um, hmm. uh, and I know that, I mean, we're talking about also people who have big families because those exist mm. too. Uh, and groups of friends and having family and friends with you at Disney is fun and you want to be carefree. Like Lisa said, like, Sometimes you just want to enjoy each other's company and you just want to yeah. chill in the, in the atmosphere, basically. Um, but just be a tad mindful of other guests because just because of the sheer size of your group, it can be easy to hinder the magic, magical experience of other people. So just avoid stopping altogether in, in the middle of busy areas, for example, taking up the whole of walkways. Um, and especially now... Um, if you, for example, are splitting up and one of your family members is in a queue for a ride, um, don't try to find that family member <laughs> in a huge group in a ride. It's just seriously, social distancing is something that we need to respect, number one. Um, but if you are going to enter a queue, wait until you have all the members of your party that want to go on that ride to enter mm -hmm. the ride or enter the queue. Um, because it's just unnecessary to have people walking past you in large groups to find other family members when we're supposed to be social distancing. And also like, it's kind of sucks when other people have been waiting as well. Mm -hmm. uh, and um, I mean, there's certain cues at, that you can do that, but just like rides is just a no, no. So don't do that at all. No, no, I think it, I always have a little bit of, um, a soft heart for, for example, if you're in the Princess Pavilion, which is of course not open now, but these parents who have to wait 90 minutes with their small children and they need to have a pee pee break, I, I understand that. That is, oh, that is horrifying because then you need to leave the ride because of course, that is something else. But again, that's a small family. If you're gonna look at 20 people and you see 10 people just uh crossing you like in tower of I, i've seen it many times in tower of terror or crush coaster and i'm like what the fuck no um i did have a couple of times with my but again not in a, in a large group but you know that i have a back problem and i can't mm -hmm. walk so fast and peter my husband he's huge so he's a he has he's like he's like two meters so he just runs he stands in line and then i yeah i need to i, I go to him but i'm not a a large group of 20 people i'm just no, no, no. whatever you know so i mean now in in covid times it's a bit yeah. difficult to do that but just in general just if you are even a small group going past just wait until the people everyone in your party is ready and then go into the ride because especially during covid times it's just a bit of a rough time to do that so yeah. especially in, in places like um big thunder mountain when the, when the spaces are so uh, tiny like no don't do that please possible. i mean i'm sorry but that's not even possible we have to be honest that's not um you'd be kissing strangers at that point because it's so so yeah. slim like no it's a no-go and yeah it, it's about respect and even if you're 
for example, sitting down on Main Street on the ground in a group of people and you're just having a picnic, even then, you know, people want to be free and walk around. I mean, uh, yeah, just be respectful. That's all I'm going to say. Just, be just, be, just be aware of your space because yeah. like if you're a big group, you could easily annoy people like it's just the, the facts of life so just be socially aware of the size of your group if you see one of your like if someone stops right in front of you and all of you are like in the middle of a, for example the entrance to frontierland don't do that just find somewhere quiet that's like more open and just do your stuff there just it's all about being aware and being respectful and just understanding your your limitations as a group exactly exactly yeah cool so uh thank you thank you so much for joining us on this episode and that was all for this week uh and next week we'll be discussing everything that you need to know about halloween 2020 at dlp thanks thank you for listening and don't forget to subscribe to our podcast or follow us on ig and see you next week